I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. Children are not mailboxes. Hooray for Monday, September 19th, 2022. The word deliver often shows up in describing what teachers do in the process of instructing students. Tomorrow I'm going to deliver a lesson on the parts of the human body, or let's make a plan for how we'll deliver the unit on World War I. It's a word that's generally chosen without much thought and intended to be a synonym for prepare or even teach. However, the word deliver implies a passive role for the student to receive whatever it is the teacher is delivering. Postal workers deliver mail to empty, inert mailboxes. Kids aren't mailboxes. When we challenge our assumptions, even rethinking the words we choose, we're taking important steps toward shifting the school experience for students toward authentic engagement. One way to avoid delivering information is simply to begin asking more questions. An inspired teacher is a true facilitator who asks thought-provoking questions as a constant part of the teaching process and uses questions to share experiences and bring the world into the classroom and guides students to generate their own high-level questions. When I was a middle school teacher, I was fascinated by the way my students learned. One thing I observed was that there appeared to be a difference between children who'd been asked lots of questions by adults and those who'd been told lots of things, those to whom a curriculum had been delivered. The kids who'd been asked questions learned to wonder, to imagine, to create, to think. They asked questions themselves like, what will happen if I mix these two chemicals? How come there are more men than women in the Senate, but more women than men teaching in my school? Why do we study ancient history in sixth grade? Who figured out that there are 360 degrees in a circle? And how did they figure it out? How did Galileo feel when he got excommunicated from the church for proclaiming that the earth wasn't the center of the universe? Was he mad? Was he scared? The kids who'd been told lots of things had learned complacency. They'd learned to wait for directions, to ask the teacher if their work was good, to look to the teacher instead of themselves when there was a problem to be solved. I observed this again a number of years later when I was working with a group of fourth grade students and their teachers at a summer school program. During lunch break, one student wanted to buy a snack from the vending machine. He walked over to me and asked if I had help him out. What do you need, I asked him. My teacher said the granola bar costs five quarters, he explained, but I only have three. Can I see what you have, I asked. He held out his hand. He had three quarters plus seven or eight dimes. So how much do you have And how much do you need for the granola bar, I asked. He didn't respond at first. Then he said, my teacher says it's five quarters and I only have three. I had watched this young student solve pretty complex addition problems. This wasn't an issue of ability. I knew he had the skills to figure this out. I continued asking him questions to help him make the connections. And with each response, he came closer and closer. And ultimately, he figured out how to choose the coins he needed for his purchase. But he was still hesitant to put them in the machine. I asked him why. It's not five quarters, he said, and my teacher said five quarters. 
I asked him if he wanted to give it a try anyway, and to make it less of a risk, I offered to reimburse him if his coins got lost in the machine. He put the coins in, got his granola bar, and was visibly excited and relieved. It worked, he said. You figured it out, I said, avoiding the dreaded good job. And we agreed he'd report back to his teacher after lunch about what had happened and what he'd learned. A colleague sitting nearby had observed this interaction and pulled me aside after the student left. Are you wondering why this capable kid took so long to figure out how to trade in two quarters for five dimes? She asked. I nodded. She responded, it might be worth wondering how many times in his life an adult has challenged him to solve a problem on his own. When we stop delivering information and start asking more questions, we begin putting children in charge of their own learning. That's vital to their success beyond our classroom, and it opens up space for our students to teach us. Wishing you a lovely week ahead. Links to the resources are in the written version of Hooray for Monday, as well as the notes for this episode. Resources for more questioning. The surprising power of questions. This Harvard Business Review article, linked in the notes to this episode, talks about the importance of effective questioning for the success of companies. The lesson is clearly applicable in the classroom too. As the article notes, quote, by asking questions, We naturally improve our emotional intelligence, which in turn makes us better questioners, a virtuous cycle. Questioning spurs learning and the exchange of ideas. It fuels innovation and performance improvement. It builds rapport and trust, end quote. Track the questions you ask. This activity is also linked in the notes. Thoughtfully placed questions that require students to use higher order thinking skills encourage students to probe deeper, follow their curiosity, solve problems, and construct knowledge and meaning. In this instigator of thought challenge, you can track your questions and look for opportunities to insert more powerful questions into your teaching. Professional learning. October's free Inspired Teaching Institutes will give you 20 ways to end your school days. Online, Wednesday, October 12 at 7 p.m. Eastern, and in person at the National Arboretum Sunday, October 15 at 10 a.m. Eastern. Learn new ways to end class that will make students eager to return the next day. When the school day's over, we want our students to remember the content they learned, and we want them to remember how they learned and what they experienced. In this engaging, collaborative, professional learning experience, Participating teachers will learn concrete strategies for ending each day in a way that synthesizes information learned and prepares students to return the next day eager for more. The program is free, thanks to our foundation partners, and we encourage participants to sign up with colleagues from the same school to deepen learning and create space for growing ideas as a community. Certificates of completion will be provided for all participants. DC Public School teachers get PLUs through the Washington Teachers Union. Registration links are in the written version and in the notes for this episode. And remember, download your free copy of Inspired Teaching's 2223 Making School Worth It Toolkit and share it with your colleagues. You know what Inspired Teaching can do to make school joyful for you and your students. Tell your colleagues to download the toolkit so they can benefit too.
it's free. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication by Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience, away from compliance, and toward authentic engagement. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.